everybody be cool. You be cool. Somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Low profile. You understand the meaning of the words low profile? Sure. Two of America's most dangerous criminals have taken hostages. What is this? It's called a punch. I'm going to ask you one question, and all I want is a yes or no answer. Do you want to live through this? Yes. Okay, ramblers, let's get rambling. One night is all that stands between them and freedom. This is my kind of place. But it's going to be one hell of a night. might be in trouble. We're a bunch of fucking vampires out there trying to get in here and suck our fucking blood. Now, their only chance is to fight back. Oh, yeah! Harvey Keitel, George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, Juliet Lewis. Welcome to slavery. No thanks. I already had a wife. From dusk till dawn. Be cool. You be cool. We're about to talk from dust to dawn. Rudy's here. Rob Lee is here. This is Let's Watch It Again. Hey, what's up? So, yeah. Um, welcome to the podcast, Cats and Kittens, Boys and Girls. I am Rob Lee, and with me on this podcast, um, we're reviewing from dust to dawn. Um, with me, as always, for this particular type of thing, because it's about brothers, is my brother, uh, Rudo, the big, the big Rude. Uh, yes, how y'all doing? Medium-sized Rudy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're both fresh, blazed up haircuts. We look like the same dude right now. So yeah, um, so yeah. This movie, Dust to Dawn, it's 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 great. Um, it's a B movie, right? But it knows it's a B movie. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you the rundown real quick, and we'll get to some of our favorite scenes. I'll give you little factoids and all of that good stuff. Um, and then we'll do, we'll answer some questions. How's that sound? That sound good. All right. So the synopsis for this movie, ready? Um, you know it. We both watched it recently. Yes. Two criminals and their hostages unknowingly seek temporary refuge in a truck stop populated by vampires with chaotic results from dust to dawn. Uh, so so what, do, what do you think? Does that eloquently cover what this movie is about? Yes. Fair. Um, so this movie um, was released in uh, January 19th, 1996. So this is near, this is his 25th anniversary. This is why we're one of the reasons we're covering it. Um, and it met with mostly positive critical acclaim. There's a lot of things that don't age well in this movie, and we'll talk about that a little <laughs> bit. Um, so giving you the rundown, this is um, Robert Rodriguez's third uh, movie, for third movie he directed. At the time? Yeah, can you name the previous two? One you um, should know. Um, Desperado. Can you name the year? 95? Yeah, you're doing good so far. Uh, I can't name What's the precursor to Desperado? Once Upon a Time in Mexico? No. No, no, no. Um, no. That came out in 2005. This is El Mariachi, 1982. Yeah. That was his debut movie. Who and starred in it? I I don't remember. 
So was that a six? Would have been a sequel to that was the that was kind of the first prequel? in this type of story. Right. So if you wanted to look at the kind of the Mexican crime like movies, what have you, that mythology, you had uh, El Mariachi, Desperado, that Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That would be your your three. Pack. Been, oh, all right. Um, this movie stars George Clooney. Uh, I want to say that again. This movie stars George Clooney, um, and I think at this point. And George is trying to transition into a movie star, right? So mm -hmm. at this juncture in his career, he was mostly known for just being on ER and being on as a television actor, right? Yeah. Now, do you know what movie he got after this? It's going to be hard. No. Because it's not a good movie. No. He was Batman after this. This was a year before Batman. Really? And, yeah, and Robin. Yeah. Oh. Remember Batman and Robin was 97. I didn't know he started out as an action star. <laughs> I thought yeah. it would have been like a love story or something. And, and here's the wild thing. He's not been this guy since. Oh, he was in one of those like love movies the same year, too. <laughs> so, yeah. But he's not been this guy since in the movie. Right. I mean, he was fucking great in this movie. He was. Like, yeah. He um, definitely was. So, Quentin Tarantino's also in it, and we got some issues here. Um, at this point, he had d he'd done and appeared in both of the movies that he's directed. He wrote this, by the way. He wrote this movie. Didn't know that. Um, so he wrote it, and him and Robert Rodriguez com com combined their efforts on it. So the story, one is credited for the story, but Tarantino is credit credited for the screenplay, and Rodriguez is the director of the movie. Okay. So Tarantino is also kind of like the second guy in it for like that first, let's say, hour or so. Mm -hmm. um, so do you know what movies that Tarantino wrote and directed before this? Did he do Reservoir Dogs? That was his first movie in 1992. Um, the other one is the one that he got the big nut off of. That's the one that's like he's arrived. Um, 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 Pulp Fiction? Yes. And that was in 94. I actually didn't know he directed no. So um, this was, from what I read, his first paid writing job from Dust to Dawn. For real? And nobody, oh. nobody wanted to direct it. So mm. he, he hit up his mans. It was like, yo, you got me? <laughs> so also in this, Harvey Cattell is in this. And you know who Harvey Cattell is. Yes. Can you name another movie he was in? <sighs> he was Winston Wolf in Pulp Fiction. And he was the lead guy in, in uh, Wrestle for Dogs. I don't think I've seen Wrestle for Dogs. You should watch it. It's worth your attention. I keep hearing it's really you good. You should watch it. Um, Juliette Lewis is also in it. You know her. That's the daughter? Yeah. Now she was also in, I believe. I don't know what he. I don't know if he wrote it or directed. I know no. Oliver Stone directed it. He was in. Uh, she was in. Um. Uh, uh, um. What's the name of the Natural Born Killers? Was the son in the movie a dub? It. Yes. That's they said this. Yes. They said it in the movie. Yeah. Right after some wildly racist bullshit happens. <laughs> I must have missed that part. <laughs> I'll tell you what he says. Um, there are cameos in this movie. Um, Salma Hayek. Because yeah. she's in it for five minutes. <laughs> And I think it's a lot of green screen around her. I don't think she was on set. And we got some <laughs> stuff to say about that, too. Um, Cheech Marin is in three roles. Some of them are iconic roles. They're all funny. Um, Danny Trejo's in it. He's the bartender. And fun fact, he appeared in all three movies. All three uh, what movies? That's the Dawn movies. Was he? Yes. Good. The only person. Was he on the show, though? No. He was. Well, I uh -huh. haven't seen the show. Uh-huh. See? you seen the show? No. I, mean, I watched a few episodes. It was on <laughs> So... Put it this when way. that came out? This was, I think, 90... I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, 2014 through 16, Valderrama, Valderrama was in it. And it has the brothers. It's basically an extension of, you know... Oh, I'm going to have to find that. And um, Robert Patrick is the Harvey Cattell, Cattell character. 
Yeah, I'm ahead to find it. Uh, um, so yeah, it, it it's um it's kind of cool. Um, Fred Williamson is in it, and um, Tom Savini. You may not remember Tom Savini, but he's a special effects wizard, and he was Sex Machine. Speak. Jake Busey plays Sex Machine in the show, by the way. Speaking of the gun, the dead gun that pops up in a suitcase in another movie later. Hmm. I think it was like Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That same gun pops up in a suitcase. <laughs> so it just shows it's in the same universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Fred Williamson, you know Fred the Hammer Williamson, right? Mm-hmm. Original Gangsters came out the same year. <laughs> see, see, your, your boys got the, got the factoids. Yeah, you do. Okay, so. Which one came out first? Um, I think this one was done in 95 and it was released because of how early it was released. And um, it was in January 96, so that means it was oh, done yeah, in 95. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. I want to talk about some things that it seemed like a it seemed like a summer movie. That would be a summer movie. I, so they creeped it through. Remember during this time they creep movies through. So because yeah, January you could. So this movie opened at a number one spot in January. By the way, um, it made ten point two million dollars to open. And would would that be in twenty twenty one dollars? That's just under seventeen million. That's an opening for January for a rated R. They positioned it as a heist movie. <laughs> it was not a heist that's movie. The, but that's the marketing, though. Yeah, it started off, it started off like we'll, that. We'll get into that. Um, it went on to gross 28, almost 20, only 26 million, which would be about 43 million in 2021 dollars. What, what was the budget? Um, the budget, uh, let's see. Let me see, because I didn't look at that. They may not have listed it. Um, the budget for this film was... It shouldn't be too high. Hard to say. It has some CGI on it. Not good, oh, yeah, not yeah, good yeah, CGI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no so the budget, the budget was 19. The budget was nineteen, um, but um, overall, let's see. So domestically, that now I didn't mention internationally because it's also in Mexico and all of that. It made uh, about sixty million in that year's money. Okay. So if you're looking at nineteen, and it co- and it, if it costs nineteen, because you got to pay Clooney, you got to pay for the special effects, you got to pay Harvey Keitel. If it cost nineteen and it made fifty nine, mm-hmm. it made three times what it cost. You think it's a cult classic? It's absolutely a cult classic. Um, so, to, we talked about earlier, um, this spawned numerous sequels and a series, but what movies came out around the same time as this to talk about how shitty uh, January of 2000, January of 96 may have been? Both of these movies we've seen, I think. One of them I know we've seen. One of them... Don't Be a Menace to South Central or Drinking Your Juice in the Hood came out, I think, the same week. And... Um, or no, it, that came out the week before, and Biodome came out the same week. Oh, what the hell was going on in ninety? <laughs> but but the thing is, you would use January as the month to get, get out movies. Get, get movies over, yeah. So did all of them do numbers? Fuck no. What, what are you talking about? No, I'm saying it was no. <laughs> this was a success. This was a successful movie. They don't want the dog shit. Um, let's see what what, what the Biodome make because it wasn't good. I don't. Yeah, it trust didn't it. age well because I can't even watch, watch you, that now. It didn't work then. Uh, <laughs> Biodome had a budget of eight and a half, um, and that came out the week before. So Don't Be a Menace came out the same week. Biodome came, um, came out in uh, January twelfth, ninety six. It cost nine in May thirteen. <laughs> and we don't count budget. We don't count the marketing budget. So you know it didn't do as well. What's the What's the card? They always gonna have some funny movies. So. I mean, it's, it wasn't good. Like, can we can we just call it what it was? Message. 
Stop. Uh, so put it in this way. Uh, Don't Be a Menace, which came out. Actually, I was wrong. Both of those came out on January 12th. So they were in theaters when From Dust to Dawn came out. So this is kind of the precursor to spoofs. And maybe, shit, we could have fucking covered this, too, because I fucking like this movie. Um, so Don't Be a Menace cost uh, $3.8 million to make it made $21 million. So mm-hmm. it did numbers for it being a small, mm-hmm. quote unquote, black release. But back to uh, From Dust of Dawn. Um, here's some trivia. And then we'll talk about what didn't work and what worked in the movie. And then we'll, you know, get into uh, some of our favorite scenes. How's that sound? Okay. So we talked about Salma Hayek being like before Mike because she's delicious in the movie and she's great. Um, Satana Pandemonium or Satanico Pandemonium. <laughs> That's who she is uh, in the movie. And um, she has a real fear of snakes. Really? Yes. What is she doing in her one scene, Ready? Got the snake wrapped around. She is doing the, the pre-Britney dance. Spears, my guy. <laughs> I'm a snake. She's doing it. So, so um, she had a fear of snakes. She refused to be near them. Naturally, when she read the script, she knew that her phobia would prevent her from taking part. So Robert Rodriguez conned her into thinking that Madonna was going to be cast into the role. And she spent two months with therapists to overcome her fear of snakes so she can get the role. Oh, wow. My man finessed it. Just imagine if Madonna was in that role. <laughs> Dress you up in my skin. She's wearing like snake skin and shit. <laughs> oh, oh, it would have been, been funny. I mean, she's a vampire now. Would have done more. My God, she's a vampire now. Yeah, but I not, seen her. And, and, She's fucking young dudes. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, live your life. Um, before Clooney was cast, numerous actors were considered to the role of Seth Gecko. You forget that they're their names, don't you? I, their I, names are Gecko, the Gecko brothers. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you, name other brothers from, you probably won't be able to do it, but I'll, I'll help you. Name other brothers from the uh, uh, Tarantino-verse. They're in different movies. They're not in the movie together, but they were going to be in the movie together. Yeah, I don't know. Think about where the Raiders play. L.A., Oakland? I mean, Las Vegas? Yeah. The, the Vega brothers. Tarantino, I mean, and so, in Pope, you didn't see fucking uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. So, Michael Madsen in Reservoir Dogs, he's one Vega brother. And um, he's playing Mr. Blonde, I believe. And in Pulp Fiction, Vinny, John Travolta, is the other brother. They were going to do a movie together. Rit. Rit. Wow. That's why it's the connected universe and shit. Uh, so Clooney was um, considered with, uh, for the role of Seth Gecko, including, so multiple people were considered before him. Here's the people that were considered before him. It's about to be amazing. I know it is. Antonio Banderas. Steve Buscemi, Michael Madsen, Tim Roth, John Travolta, Christopher Walken, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Rock, uh, uh, James Woods, and lastly, Robert De Niro. All passed because they had scheduling conflicts. Um, the only one to outright decline was John Travolta because he was not interested in doing a vampire movie and, and instead, of, in, instead of doing Pulp Fiction. So they, I think they were okay. filming around the same time. Okay. Um, so... Remember who you think would have worked though out of all of them? I think they got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think about who in this group could Little funny put, put it up, no, not even a funny thing. Remember, uh, uh, um, Tarantino's relatively tall. Yeah. So who could make him look like a bitch ass? Maybe De Niro, but you couldn't afford him. Uh, yeah, at that time, yeah. Despite him being like Jackie Brown that following year, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Antonio Banderas, maybe, but then they're not brothers in my mind. Right. They have to look vaguely similar, but different. Because George Clooney looks Greek in this movie. He did. He looks dark as shit. 
Um, so Bashimi wouldn't have worked. Maybe Michael Madsen, um, but the appeal. Oh, you know what? Jeff Goldblum, but it would have been a turn. Because remember, Jeff Goldblum was in like what deep cover. And he was playing yeah. like a, like a rough dude. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe Jeff Goldblum. I would have been for, for Jeff Goldblum. Um, so you know about the so in comics, right? They had this like code that you couldn't show certain things in comics. Right. You couldn't show demons. You couldn't show vampires. You had to find a way to creatively get it over. Mm-hmm. So that's what he did in this movie. So when they're killing these vampires, notice the vampires' blood is not red. Right. They had to make the blood green so they can get it past censors. Because if it was just a movie mm-hmm. that came out during this time, you're already on the tightrope right. of getting this movie out there. <laughs> and fucking, like, all right, I'm going to put this out there in January. We got Clooney attached. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, uh, Tarantino's a rapist. Uh, we, got more. Summer Hayek. we got Selma Hayek. She, she, she we say it. a lot of slurs in this movie. <laughs> we call... We call Juliet Lewis apple pie pussy. Ah, <laughs> I don't know if we could fund this. So, what can you give us back? We'll make the blood green. You got it. They're slimer. It's fine. Um, Tarantino was originally going to direct the movie, but declined, but decided not to, so he could focus more on the screenplay and so saying that he wrote the screenplay and um, the role of Richard Gecko because he's in the movie for right. like the first like half. Uh, George Clooney was paid how much for this movie? He, it wasn't a lot. In terms of you thinking like you're probably thinking of George Clooney as the movie actor, but not the TV actor. So think about it in that terms. Was he paid over a million or less than a million? Less than a million. He was paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to appear in the movie, and he's the star of the movie. Yeah, he did a good ass role in that movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, this was Tarantino's first paid writing gig, and he was paid um fifteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars for the script. Uh, Tarantino wrote the script um, after winning an Oscar for Pulp Fiction. Mm. So this was his follow-up. He's like, yo, I'm going to do vampires and shit. Here we go. Let's get it. All right. Now, this is the thing I like to put in there when you see violent movies such as this. What do you think the body count for this movie is? You probably already have a number in mind. Um, was it more or less than 100 people? Well, 100 characters. Less. It was 122 characters. Don't seem like it. Think about how many vampires died when they... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, um, the, at the bar, that was yeah. close to all the people. Um, and I'll say real quick, because I think you'll like this, if you remember the dialogue in the movie, because the dialogue is key in this movie. It's problematic in parts. We'll talk about one in a second. But um, this podcast uh, with me and Rudy is sponsored by some mean mother scooters. That's the line that is in that movie. <laughs> some mean mother scooters. Uh, so... I'm talking about what works and what doesn't work. Um, so let's go back up. Let's see. This is this is what I like. And you tell me if you like it as well. And I'll tell you what I don't like. And you chime in as well. So I'm going to give you everything I like and then give you everything I didn't like. Okay. How's that sound? So what I like. I like George Clooney in the movie. Like He's great. Him. He's fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like Cheech in the movie. I think you already have established yes, this. I like all three wolves. <laughs> he was creepy as shit as the border, border guy. He's like, Ugh. She got going on here. She's like, get the fuck out. She's in there taking a wild piss and shit. Um, I like the fact that it knows it's a B movie. Yeah. Because you have like black exploitation people in the movie. You have fucking Fred Williamson in there basically being the old man, just being dookie and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I killed all these Viet Cong, right? I was cutting out niggas' hearts. <laughs> Do you think when they was cutting, the, speaking of the bar, you think when they was cutting the food up, that was humans? Cutting what food up? You know what he had? Um, he was like, y'all got food here. Oh yeah, you that's the Mexico. Yeah, yeah. You think that was him? Um, 
I think I, it's hard to say because I don't know if they were cannibals, but maybe. I didn't see a lot of people eating food though. <laughs> but I, I will say it seemed when uh, Simon Hayek's character got triggered when she seen the blood uh, coming out of uh, uh, Richie's hand after he got stabbed that that triggered this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that was the plan that they were going to kind of finesse it for a little while. But ultimately, they were going to slaughter these fuckers. Get everybody drunk. Yeah, blood tastes better then. <laughs> um, the movie's a bait and switch, and I like that. You come in in the first what? So, like I said earlier, like before, when, you, when me and you were talking earlier, that this movie is what in the first half? It's uh, them getting out. Did they break out of prison? No. It's a heist movie in that first half. Them robbing banks or... Getting to Mexico. Yeah, getting to Mexico, trying to get away. That's the first 40 minutes of the movie. And when they get past the border... Fucking, fucking, that turns into a different dude. We fucking did it, guys. Let's get it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're going here. That's like an episode of a show. Yeah, because it's literally forty minutes, and you have all the terrible shit that happens, right? Um, we'll cover some of that in some of our favorite scenes in the movie. But yeah, um, another thing I like in there is uh, the band. They were amazing. Yeah, especially when they turned into vampires. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Good night. It's fire. Um, and literally at one point, they're playing the dude's body as a guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and just when they play, when um, Simon Heine comes out there, that song is fucking killer. Um, I want to talk about, um, so I like Frost and Sex Machine. So not too many people realize that Frizz Williams' character's name is Frost. I know that. See? And he's kind of in the movie, but you barely get to hear, like, when he's doing his story about how he killed all of Viet Cong, you're getting different pieces of it, but not mm-hmm. the full story. <laughs> so that's funny to me. Yeah, little bits of yellow flesh were all mm-hmm. over my bayonet. I was like, why am I talking to my father right now? What is happening? <laughs> um, so Sex Machine was great. And yeah. when they're tag teaming, right, <laughs> it's fire. Yeah. Because they're just slamming people on fucking tables, using mistakes. Um and the, the 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 total number of titties in this movie is great too. Um, cross shotguns, I also like those. When um, yeah, because what was his name? Jacob. When he, he's like using a shotgun, cross shotgun, cross. It's like yeah. Um, special effects. We bad. I think they were fine for ninety six. Oh yeah, yeah. Think about yeah. you're looking at almost thirty years of Marvel and fucking shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, for special effects being what they were, because you had Tom Savini and shit, mm-hmm. they were practical. So remember when they were melting? It was just ew, this is gross. Mm-hmm. Now the visual effects—that's different. Yeah, the visual effects is bad. They weren't great. Like when the bats flew in there, it's like all right. But when you see Fred Williamson looking gross, mm-hmm. when he's like, Rawr! that shit was good. You yeah, know, just people yeah. in rubber masks. All right, that's the stuff I like. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, that's the stuff I like too. I want to shout out RVs as well. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that was a- <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting an RV and taking a road trip. Um, all right, here we go. Here's the things I didn't like. I hated Scott. Uh, that was the son. And yeah. it, it had that wild racy, racist line in the beginning. It's like, yeah, tell the Jack to get over here. And I was like, the Jack to get over here? And when, when, what's the name, uh, when Harvey Keitel, when Jacob was like, well, he's not Japanese, he's Chinese. He's like, oh, big difference. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and he's like, well, he's adopted. He was, cause he was like, what the fuck are you talking about here? He's like, he's, he's your son? <laughs> so, he's, so he's adopted. He's like, oh, that's what's happening. Uh, the movie's problematic. The rapey stuff, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. a fan of. 
um, in the beginning, uh, they say something about somebody's a, some, a bunch of retards or something. And I was like, yo, this is a bit rough. But it's very much a movie from the ni- mid-90s in terms of yeah. certain things that are written that you wouldn't be able to do really or now. say now, yeah. Um, they called uh, Cheech Marge, they grew on a group of spicks and shit like that. <laughs> it's like, these not some like like low-level spicks. It's just like, nigga. And Quentin Tarantino's had a history of working that type of dialogue in it. None of the characters are good people. So I think that's the thing to take into account. Right. So if they're not good people, they're not going to be saying PC things. Why did um, Harvey Cartel lead the church? He, um, his wife, remember his wife had cancer and oh. died and he lost faith. And that's what they, that's the whole conversation in the um, RV. Right. Um, again, like I said, it feels like two different movies. Yeah. And I think that could be a positive and a negative. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a positive in some ways, but a negative um, in that tonally speaking, you get certain things that are, you're fine with a horror movie, but in that first 40 minutes, it's like a tightly done like heist movie mm-hmm. that has all of the heist things the shootouts the dialogue the witty repartee all of that shit but when you get to the horror movie you get some of the tropes and some of the things that don't quite make sense right um now this was one that was my biggest issue uh actually i have three things left my one of my biggest issues was timing this is what i mean by the timing okay remember when richie changed yeah remember when sex machine changed yeah. Remember when Frost changed? Mm-hmm. Remember when Jacob had to change? Notice how Jacob was like, yeah, it might be an hour before I change. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Frost changed immediately. I didn't get that either. Fucking everybody seemed like they were changing closer. I was like, maybe there's some fan wank shit here where, depending on who you were bit by, but I was like, y'all didn't do that. Y'all didn't show that in this movie. Mm-hmm. All I know is, literally, Harvey Cocktail was like, I want to be in this movie a little bit longer before I turn into a vampire. Right. <laughs> So that's a little bit of an issue there because he said, yeah, we got about an hour. I was like, hold on, (laughs) hold the fuck up. And I didn't know that if you get bit by a vampire, you turn into a vampire. I thought that was zombies. Right. Um, I thought when you got just, I don't know how it works. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's zombie shit. Because when sex machine gets bit, it's funny when he changes. He's like, "Eh?" he's like, he has like the tooth popping out and then he turns to a rat later. He changed quick as I don't know what because it's, he, but Frost changed quicker than anybody else. Yeah. He, He's like, this he, motherfucker bit me. Quick as I don't know what. So, yeah, I didn't get it either. Um, or maybe because they had, I don't know, they drank in that system? Maybe the drink, maybe. That, that's, that's that's fair. That's a, but the every, only thing I think of. But Tarantino, but Tarantino turned later, and he was drinking too. He drank off of her foot at one point because Tarantino likes feet. Uh, yeah. He drank off of her foot, my guy. But after he got, um, when he got bit, he kind of changed, like, after everyone was dead, they, after they fought a bunch of motherfuckers, it wasn't immediate. Oh, yeah, you're right. Also, it wasn't. <laughs> I got a question. I got a question before we get into the other things that stink in it. Um, no, I'm going to hit these real quick, and then I'll get to the question. Fuck Richie. <laughs> Can I just say fuck Richie? Yeah. Because he, he rapes and kills the chick or what have you. He's Something's off in, in him mentally, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, I laughed when she was like, yeah, Richie, why don't you eat my pussy for me? He's like, I'm, I'm happy to, to do that for you. I was like, excuse me? 
And I was like, how old is she supposed to be? You know, Juliette Lewis is like 25 or something when they're filming a movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, how old is this character supposed to be? This feels very wrong. <laughs> you can go, you can leave him in Texas to die. Right, I mean, I have a brother. Because technically, he the one at the beginning of the movie. He the one that caused He caused the... all this shit, you piece of fucking. He shot the cop. Yeah, like <laughs> He blickied this nigga off. It was like he was just getting him in this shit. Like, that's probably how it went. He got them in the hell of shit. I mean, aside from, like, I'll put it this way. You're not Richie. You're, if anybody in this movie, you're Jacob. <laughs> you following me? Yeah. Clearly, I'm Seth. Yeah. And because when he was like, just say I fucked up, Richie. I mean, he just say I <laughs> fucked up, Seth. Just fucking say I fucking fucked up. I was like, all right. I was like, that sounds about all right. He had to slap <laughs> him around. And then when he punched him, he was like, uh, yeah, he fell out, man. He hit your head. Yeah. He's like, I fucking glasses are broke. He's here, man. <laughs> He's not like somebody we know. Don't, yeah. say, don't, don't say any names. Don't say any names. Uh, you know another thing that stunk in this movie, and that's the last thing I have? Clooney's tattoo was terrible. On his neck? Yeah. It, it ran from his neck down to his arm. That was a fucking sleeve, my guy. It was the Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it was. What was he wearing, by the way? He had, like, a waistcoat on with a wife beater and a jacket. I was like, were you in a band? Was you, were you like in El Mariachi? That another connected thing. He we thought he was hot shit. Yes, um, and, and his bowl cut aged well though, because that shit was kind of fire to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any other thing in that vein of stuff that you didn't think worked well that you didn't like that you was like, yeah, I don't want that in the movie. The son, yeah. <laughs> you you didn't you didn't it, do you want it recast or do you just not like the character? Um, I could have wanted I could have wanted to recast like. It, it because just, he's just there to die. Yeah, <laughs> he adds nothing. Now, granted, he does have to kill Yo, his father. They ate the shit out of him. He does have to kill his father, though. Yeah, but he kind of doesn't. He, he, but he does hit him with the wild, um, holy, holy water condom. Because mm-hmm. that's what they were. Yeah, yeah. They, what, what was your like, What was your favorite weapon? The crossbow gun, but the penis gun. <laughs> it I, worked to a certain the extent. The crossbow gun. I mean, it, the that, shotgun crossbow. Yeah, that worked. You know mine's is the drill. With the, the big stake in it? Oh, yeah. Because he's using it like it's a dick at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there's a line from it, right? You, 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 I recommend that you watch uh, Wrestle for Dogs because it's lines in it. Yeah, so it's a part out. where uh, Clooney is like, all right, Ramblers, let's get rambling. That's the beginning of, of, of Wrestle for Dogs. <laughs> when they do the whole after the tip scene. Mm. All right. Um, so let's talk about some of our... Um, some of our favorite scenes, because we've kind of gotten through a lot in this, this so far, and this has been going well. So let's talk about our favorite scenes in the movie. Um, so let's see. I want to nominate, and maybe you'll agree. You give me the thumbs up if you agree or not. I think that's how we play it. Okay. And if you have anything, we'll work it in. Um, I think the movie starts off really strong. Yes. The um, gas attendant thing, that whole fucking situation. You okay? He shot me in the fucking hand. It's great. It has everything you want in there. You have them just being pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And you see the dynamic between the two brothers because it's about brothers. And uh, you definitely see, like, uh, it's like Oz in some sense, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what in what way I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because what was the two brothers? The, the uh, what are the uh, the Irish brothers and shit? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the one brother who probably is the actual murderer. The other one's just like I robbed banks. Right, you got shit that's off. Which one of them was the oldest? In what Oz? No, um, 
You know the oldest. Seth. Yes. He he's the oldest in every way. <laughs> and but then because he he's gotta get his shitty little brother out of fucking trouble. Oh uh, yeah. And what did he say? I am a fucking bank robber. Mm-hmm. All this shit I do not do. And mm-hmm. I was just like <laughs> this is a conversation I've had before. Right? <laughs> I do not do this. I, was like, I am a piece of shit, but in this specific way. And he says the kind of the same thing at the end when Julia Lewis is like, "You want some company?" Says while she's like twirling her like hair or whatever. He's like, "I'm a I'm a I'm a motherfucker, but I'm not this motherfucker." <laughs> um, so strong start. It's good. Um, another thing um, that I like. It's again, it's about brothers. Seth lays out the, his rules. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mr. 44 can run faster than you. Rule number one, no noise, no questions. If you make a noise, Mr. 44 makes a noise. So don't run. When he's talking to like the chick that eventually, <sighs> Richie piece of shit ass. The chick that he had hostage, like yeah. big cankles. Mm-hmm. Come in here and watch cartoons with me. I was like, I hate this nigga. I was, Cause I hadn't seen it in a long time. And remember, we watched this movie as a kid. Yeah. As kids. Yeah. That scene. They didn't show anything, so it may be another cut, right? Mm -hmm. But you just see, and I'm sure you've been in this scenario more from, like, because you're a younger brother, but more so from maybe a dad perspective where some bullshit you see happens, you're like, I'm going to kill everyone in here. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm trying to figure it out. And you just see him get so pissed he was like, she was trying to, she turned to a completely different person when you left. He's like, her, who was terrified, her. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not, I don't do this. I'm a bank robber. And he like yoked his big ass up because Tarantino's bigger than him. Mm-hmm. So you definitely see the older brother, little brother dynamic uh, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what is this sequence? Um, so the, uh, the sequence when they go to... Um, the when they first get to Mexico, when mm-hmm. they get past the border um, guard and all of that shit, who's the, the second? Um, is that that's the first appearance of Cheech? Yes. Um, and he's just a pe- creepy piece of shit. Right. All the dudes in it are terrible. Can we just talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Not one redeemable dude. No, so so when we get to the titty twister, that's an excellent name. That's a get, that, that one that's aged very well. <laughs> um, but Shea Pussy is, is his name, by the way. That's uh, Cheech again. We get bookended by Cheech. I feel like it's just a different planet. I think when we get to Mexico, Cheech is just everywhere. Yeah. I think everybody is Cheech in Mexico. <laughs> Everything that he said when they, he's like, we got new flavor of pussy. We got cold pussy. We got hot pussy. We got stinky pussy. Right, pussy, pussy, pussy. Come on in, pussy lovers. Here at the Titty Twister, we're slashing pussy in half. Give us an upper on our best selection of pussy. This is a pussy blowout. All right, we got white pussy, black pussy, Spanish pussy, yellow pussy. We got hot pussy, cold pussy. We got wet pussy. We got smelly pussy. We got hairy pussy, bloody pussy. We got snapping pussy. We got silk pussy, velvet pussy, nalga high pussy. We even got horse pussy, dog pussy. Chicken pussy, come on, you want pussy? Come on in, pussy lovers. If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, pussy lovers. You want stinky pussy? <laughs> we talking about cats. What you talking about? Got wolf pussy. All oh, that's funny. What do you say? Hi, pussy. We got, we got smelly pussy. We got slimy. We got ball pussy. We got no flavor pussy. We got apple pie pussy. <laughs> but then immediately, brothers just beat the shot. Of this <laughs> and what did he call? He's like, this, it's terrible. It's probably. He's like, and this faggot kicked me while I was down. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, he did. <laughs> what did he say? Hey, how's it going? He's just kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> 
So all of that's great. Um, let's see. Uh, so that's that's a great scene right there. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, I think when we get there, I, I think it's a good scene. Um, I don't know if it's super rewatchable in terms of what we're looking for that sticks out, right. but you kind of see the dynamic. Like I said, when they got after. So after he punched out Richie before when they first kind of get into Mexico because Richie's kind of spiraling, yeah. he's like hey motherfucker, don't re- don't forget who I am. Like it seemed like he take medicine and shit. Absolutely, because he was like, yes, yeah, Seth, you want to talk about it while the border guard is there? It's like I gotta knock this nigga out now. Mm-hmm. And what did Juliet Lewis say? Thank you, because she knew she was in danger. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking piece of shit. Um, when they drive there and Seth kind of switches to like a different person, he's like, I'm a good guy now, <laughs> and. Which is what happens. Seth, Seth is an Aquarius. Can we just talk about that? Um, <laughs> but he was like, yeah, Richie, yeah, you kind of just hit your head, just blacked out. Must have been from the the, the hand, because he got shot in the hand mm-hmm. in the uh, beginning. Um, he, he's just like, I don't know, man. He's like, Richie, I'm in a good mood. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> he says this to him, right? right? And when they get there and they arrive and everything is copacetic, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, who's drinking? Hard drinkers, I'm buying. I was like, this is literally what I do. Yeah. So they get there, you have all the pussy stuff and all of that. So um, Harvey Cattell is like sticking up. He's like, you're having a drink with me. And it's like, this is cool. He sticks up for him. He's like, because um, what, what did uh, 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 Danny Trejo say? Um, you, can't, you, you can't drink in here? Yeah, you're not a member of this, um, this bar. And he's like, this is a, I can't drink here? This is a biker bar or a trucker bar and all of that. And then Harvey Cattell comes in there with the wild license. He's like, well, I'm a class C driver and that's a truck outside so me and my friends can drink. I was like, hell yeah, do that shit. So we get uh, Santana popping up, which is, I mean, it's like Satanico. Uh, Salma Hayek's deliciousness pop up. And as that's happening and she's doing the dance of seduction, right? How old was she in this movie? Um, 30. Right. <laughs> right, right. Let's just let's not be creepy. Don't be Richie, because <laughs> it's a it's a lot rapey. it's a lot of feet. He's more he's more rapey than creepy. He's a, it's a lot of feet. Yeah, that's one of Tarantino's things. Apparently, he likes feet. I like feet too, but <laughs> why well, I get I that? I don't, I don't like feet. He's drank. Okay, so minus let's take out all of his problematic. They're criminals. Keeping criminals right. <laughs> Do you want to be Richie when the when the when the, when the tequila is running down her foot down into his mouth? Are you no, sucking feet? No. It's Tom Hyde though. Maybe you got to be honest with yourself. Maybe. Now. now, now are you drinking it as it's running down her body now? Probably. Yeah. But you got snake skin flying in it too because you had yeah. the snake on her a second ago. Yeah. But she's she's seducing you, and I'm just like, yeah, nigga, let's get it. Because <laughs> you see how happy. <laughs> He's like, finally. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I hope he doesn't rape her because Richie's a piece of shit. <laughs> right. Um, and that's when it gets to the scene where Cheech and the, the gang come in. And then you have that, that iconic fight. He's like, this motherfucker. And they get into a bit of a fight. I think he gets stabbed in the hand and all of that different shit. And then mm-hmm. that's why the hand, is, the hole is reopened. And then you get the vampire reveal. Mm-hmm. This piece of shit here, man. Broke my finger and my nose. And this faggot... Kick me in the ribs while I was down. And that is fucking wild. That shit happened quickly. Yes, and they were ugly. Ugly. They looked yeah. like lizards. Especially like uh, I don't. I don't think Sama Hayek really was a vampire per se. She seemed like she was something a little bit more ancient. 
because she looked different from the rest of them. Yeah, right. They like she looked like a lizard person. Mm-hmm. Um, and had one of the great lines in there. So you remember the sequence? Um, and we're skipping a little bit, but the sequence where, um, before uh, Seth shoots the chandelier and it kills her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Welcome to slavery." And he's like, "I was already been already been married." <laughs> he improvised that line, by the way. Mm. It wasn't a di- it wasn't a script. He improvised it. This is fire delivery. Yeah, it was. And um, you will lick the shit from my boot heel. I was like, mm. I mean, you got a lot of licking in your, <laughs> your history here. Uh, I don't lick either. <laughs> I mean, I think Richie Richie was licking boot shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you'll be a little dog. I'll call you Spot. It's like fuck you. Um, Richie returning was. That's a moment for me. I hate to admit it. <laughs> so I was talking to the coup about this. She mentioned, she's like, she's like, George Clooney has this gun cocked so many times in this movie. And he's just holding it weird ways. Yeah. He never not has a gun in his hand. <laughs> right. Except for when he's out of bullets, but then he's using it as a hammer. <laughs> so this is where they've killed all the vampires. And then Richie's goofy ass, glow, glow, just gets up looking like Frankenstein's of creature. You touch my brother with that steak, biker. And vampires aren't going to have to suck your blood. They'll be able to lick it up off the floor. How big was his head? I was about to say, he looked like he got extra, his head got He's extra big bigger when he came back. Now, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you an opportunity to switch roles. Okay. That's me coming back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Are you doing the same thing that Seth did of, hey, motherfucker, I will shoot you. That is my brother. Or are you like, yeah, he got to go. <laughs> How quickly are you making that choice? Uh, is it gonna be hesitation on your your part? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, Rudy, he's big as shit. Like we yeah, gotta but do also something. Like, um, I'm killing them, nobody else. That's exactly like, look, because he's like, I got to give you the peace that I could not give you in life. Mm-hmm. Hold him down, mm-hmm. and you gotta take him out. And then his head was still like huge and shit when it was a skull. <laughs> I feel like they were trolling uh, Tarantino, Tarantino I think a little bit. So but then he wrote it. He wrote it. He's like, look, my head is big as shit. Let's just put that in there. Mm-hmm. He looked really young in the movie too. Yeah. He, I think he was like 33 or 34. Oh, yeah, he was young then. Uh, let's see. And um, he, cause he, I mean, so here's the thing. He's a, Clooney's a year older than him. They look like they're the same age. But Clooney looks, because his hair's a little gray. Yeah. He, he looks, looks like a lot older. Mm-hmm. But they're, they both, like, I think uh, Clooney was born in 61. I think Tarantino was born in 62. Okay. Uh, so the vampire rules. As far as God's concerned, we might as well all be a piece of shit, but he is one of the boys. Only one problem. His faith isn't what it used to be. That's good, because again, you know, Seth is doing what I would be doing, and after having to kill my brother, drinking. Yeah. And he's like, hey man, what's all that fucking shit, man? It's that sound. <laughs> yeah, it's bats. Huh? <laughs> it's like... How the fuck did he know it was bats, though? Like, it could have been anything. Well, I, I think you can kind of tell when you hear bats. Like, you could kind of know when they're in your house and shit. They so, flap differently. What was that? How, like, do bats got something to do with vampires? Vampire bats. They turn into... Oh. Yeah. Because that's, that's what those creatures were when they got in there. They may have been some ancient... I think it was a little different on the mythology. Maybe it's some Mexican mythology of, like, vampires and all. Um, in terms of uh, the my most favorite things, those are my, like, kind of favorite scenes or what have you. Um... And yeah, you know, the the recap is is always good when uh, that that last scene after all of the murder and all of the self-sacrifice and obviously only two people get out. Who are the two people to get out? 
Um, Seth and the daughter. Yeah, they're the only two people to get out. And Seth immediately punches Cheech Baron in the face. And he's like, the play was over. It's dust or dawn. And he revealed the whole fucking movie. And I, I like when the whole plot is like revealed and the movie title is there. Mm-hmm. He's like, one place is as good as the other. But it also said when they... Um when they first went to the bar, it also said open from dusk to dawn. Yeah, but when you had the person tell you <laughs> right. that, it's like, all right, cool. But like, it, that's the only reason why you picked it? Yeah, it's literally. He's like, you said you needed to meet a place, man, that was late. He's like, fuck you, man. I got beer, man. So he's like, fuck this guy. Um, so, yeah, those are the scenes that I thought were the the, the best. Um, it's so many F-bombs in the movie. I don't know how to. Because if you fucking fuck, I feel like that's something that's said more than one time yeah. in the movie. Um, so... What else in terms of maybe your favorite scenes, or did we get all of them? You got all of them. What's the matter with you? Are you crazy? Why, out of all of the godforsaken shitholes in Mexico, do we have to meet here? One place is just as good as another. The One of the grossest transformations was Tom Savini, uh, Sex Machine, turned into a big rat. That shit was gross. Yeah. Because I was like, how do you get two chances to turn, man? <laughs> they cut your head off and shit. Um... Also, uh, uh, can we talk about Frost snatching hearts? That shit was fire. <laughs> he snatched that fat dude. Come here, monkey boy. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. He, he called really him. like a monkey, though. He called him monkey boy. Oh, no, monkey man. Come here, monkey man. That's some shit daddy was saying. Yeah, yeah. But you see his face? He really did. Yeah. Like, he made the know. <laughs> but when they came back from the dead, just when Cheech Marin popped up smiling, I was like, oh, this is bullshit. Um... So yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, any final thoughts about from Dust to Dawn? Any anything that you want to chime in? Do you want people to watch it if they, they haven't? And um, where does this rank for you in terms of movies that you've watched like a lot? Like how many times do you think you've watched this movie? And I don't know. And watching it recently, how long has it been since the last time you watched it? Oh, I mean years. Like I don't even remember when the last time I watched it. Before was it still as good as when you watched it last? Yeah, I was turned in. Was it was it better because you knew you had to research for it a little bit? Uh, it was. I had to pay attention to every little detail, yeah, parts yeah. I missed, parts I missed, and all that. So yeah. I had to pay attention to it. Like, um, it worked. It was better. Did, did and with the added context of doing this particular podcast and getting like some of those like little like factoids, do you feel like it added even more to it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, that's that. You know, I'm Rob Lee. He's young, young Rudo, and we're two mean mother scooters. And this was a podcast review of Dust to Dawn from Dust to Dawn, and it's a 25th anniversary. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Fuck you, everybody. Good night.